0: Hi, this is Matt and Abby. and you're listening to a podcast from The Scientist, Microbes.
1: The Little Guys. Welcome to another podcast on a featured microbe.
0: I not only think we will tamper with Mother Nature, I think Mother Nature wants us to.
1: Deep, Matt. Very deep. So what microbe are we looking at today, Matt?
0: Good question. I'll see if you can guess. The theme for today is corn, cotton, and a little bacterium with a big role in agricultural biotechnology.
1: Are you talking about BT corn and BT cotton?
0: Yes, I am. And these examples of agricultural biotechnology, or agrobiotechnology, get their name from the bacterium Bacillus thuringiensis. This bacterium is a common soil bacterium that has been extensively used in the agricultural industry. Now, just a little taxonomic background on Bacillus thuringiensis. As you may have guessed, this microbe belongs to the bacterial don- domain and the phylum Firmicutes, with the family Bacillaceae and the genus Bacillus.
1: The genus Bacillus, as the name suggests, consists of rod shaped bacteria which are gram positive chemoheterotrophs. Chemoheterotroph means that they use organic molecules as their principal carbon source. To put it more simply, they eat. This genus is of particular importance to humans as other members of this genus produce antibiotics, not to mention the pathogenic Bacillus anthracis, which is the causative agent of the disease anthrax. But to bring us back to Bacillus thuringiensis, it produces a protein crystal called a parasporal body, that forms around the spores that the bacteria produce. These protein crystals are encoded by the cry genes, with cry being the first three letters of the word crystal.
0: Now, to just to clear things up a little bit, Bt corn does not contain the whole genome of Bacillus thuringiensis, but rather the cry gene, or multiple copies of the cry gene. So as you all could have guessed... The transgenic cotton and corn crops were not created for no reason. The development of BT corn and BT cotton came out of the need to reduce crop losses due to pest species, as these losses are estimated at between 10 to 20%.
1: So the development of the agricultural biotech industry aims to improve the crop yield and quality. This can be achieved through a variety of different approaches including pest resistance, environmental stress tolerance and an increased nutritional value. So in the case of BT crops, they have been genetically modified to contain and express genes from the bacterium Bacillus thuringiensis that code for the crystal proteins or the parasporal crystal that kills pests, that destroy the plant and thus reduce crop yields. The enemy of cotton farmers is the cotton bollworm. An enemy of corn farmers is the European corn borer. Both of these organisms reduce crop yields by eating the leaves or stem of the plants that can either damage the plant or totally kill it.
0: So, how does it work? The cry gene is inserted into the plant cells through the use of a gene gun, and then all the cells of the plant that grow from the genetically modified cells express the gene from Bacillus thuringiensis therefore making a transgenic crop. Simply put, the crop that contains the cryogenes from Bacillus thuringiensis are called BT crops. This is only half the story. The next part is what happens to the European corn borer and the cotton bollworm when they eat the BT corn or BT cotton plant. Once digested, the protein crystal produced by the cells of the transgenic plant fragments in the hindgut of the insect due to the alkaline gut environment. This fragmentation releases the small subunits that make up the protein crystal, called the protoxin. From here, the protoxin is acted upon by the protease enzyme, which is native to the insect's stomach. This reaction with the protease enzyme produces the active toxin. The active toxin then goes on to bind with the membrane of the cells that line the gut of the insect's stomach. Once six units of the toxin have inserted into the membrane, a membrane pore is formed. This hexagonal pore that is formed from the toxin creates an influx of water molecules and positive ions called cations, disturbing the cell's osmotic pressure, and it also creates an efflux of ATP, that is, an outflow, of the energy currency of the cell. This pore in the epithelial cells lining the gut eventually results in cell lysis, that is, the cell bursts. Ultimately, the BT toxin causes the alkaline gut contents to escape into the blood, causing paralysis and death of the insect.
1: That's bound to give you one hell of a stomach ache.
0: You bet. But only if you're an insect... And even then, Bt crops don't target all insects. However, there are some issues with genetically modified crops.
1: Do you mean the development of Bt resistance in the target species? Where the use of transgenic crop selects for the members of the insect populations that are not affected by the toxin and therefore pass on their resistance onto the subsequent generations. This increases the percentage of toxin resistance in the population and decreasing the effectiveness of the transgenic crop in controlling populations.
0: Exactly, and it's not an easy fix. Recently, scientists have increased the number of copies of the BT toxin gene in transgenic crops, making them even more toxic to insects. This increase in toxicity can have an adverse effect on non-target organisms, as was the case with the BT crop Nov 176. NOV-176 is a species of BT corn which caused detrimental effects on the mortality rates of the monarch and black swallowtail caterpillars. It was shown by Zen published in 2001, that the effects on the non-target organisms was due to the pollen of the BT corn. In comparison with Monsanto's Event 810, another species of BT corn which did not affect the mortality of the caterpillars. Subsequent tests showed that this was due to the concentrations of the toxin in NOV-176, being 40 times that of MON-810.
1: So as we can see, lab tests and controlled field studies need to be conducted to analyse not just the effect on the pest species, but also the wider biosphere. And that we need to treat tampering with Mother Nature with the greatest caution when it comes to agricultural biotechnology.
0: Thanks again for your company, and don't forget, to see the references for today's podcast, visit our Facebook page at www.facebook.com forward slash microbes the little guys.
1: And remember, whether you're on the train, plane or automobile, at a cafe, bar or in the office, eating a piece of corn or wearing a cotton shirt or blouse, that microbes are closer than you think.